Hey guys, welcome back to episode 3 of the Swish Podcast. Today, we're going to go over our second half of our fantasy football season rankings for players, and we're going to see how different me and Jake's rankings are and what seems reasonable. We also hope that all your families are very safe, and let's get started. Okay, let's start with tight end. I hope you guys are staying safe, taking the right precautions during this time. So, let's start with tight end. Who do you have for number one, Jake? So, for number one, I think it came down to two people, and that was Mr. George Kittle and Mr. Travis Kelsey. But in the end, I really think that Travis Kelsey is the better tight end for fantasy. And for this season, with Patty Mahomes in his prime already and only his third season, third, fourth season, I think Travis Kelsey is going to go off this season. So, Jake, yeah, I also looked at those two guys. You know, it's a very debatable thing. You know, a lot of people think Kittle's a better tight end, and a lot of people think Kelsey's a better tight end. But I think Kelsey's still the better tight end for fantasy and in regular and just in the normal game. But you just think, like, he gets he gets the ball a lot. He's, his his yards are always up a 1,000. His receptions, he always gets a lot of receptions. So he could get you a lot of fantasy points, and he's probably going to be the highest tight end drafted in in your fantasy draft. Yeah, So, true. Jake could start with number two. For number two, I went with George Kittle of the 49ers. I mean, Kittle's a great overall tight end. He does everything. He's almost like a receiver, just a t- very tall and athletic and bigger. But he acts just like a receiver for Garoppolo. So, whenever he's helped, let's say, right now, like, just any of the receivers aren't doing great, just throw Kittle because he's literally just another type of receiver, just like bigger type, almost. What do you like, Jake? Yes, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I had Kittle too. Um, you know, I think our number, our both of our number twos are like probably gonna be the same. But you know, Kittle's a great um football player. You know, he he could run definitely better than Kelsey can. You know, he's a fast guy and he could get you a lot of yards and good points for your fantasy team. So for number three, I'll start. You know, mine is a little debatable. You know, a lot of people might not agree for me. I'm not. Um, but I had Mark Andrews. You know, last year when I. I just watched Andrews, and I just saw how good he played. You know, with Lamar Jackson, he's going to get the balls a lot. And, you know, he's he's going to be a future stud. You know, it was only his third year in the league, so hopefully a lot more years for him, and he's going to get you a lot of fantasy points. Who do you have? So for me, I'm also, I am also also play a guy that I'm very high in, but I don't think a lot of people are. Mr. Moneybag Austin Hooper. I mean, I'm not very I happy also- about how much money the Browns paid him, but he's a phenomenal tight end. And with Matt Ryan, who's just great, so I think with Baker Mayfield, he's going to be as good. Yes. Yes. So I'll do number four, and I had your number three, Austin Hooper, you know. He signed that massive deal, you know. But he didn't deserve all that money, but he's still a great tight end, you know. He puts up really good numbers. Last year, I believe he had his best year. Looking at his stats last year, he caught for 787 yards, which is good. But, you know, there's some other guys out there, but... What he's really good at is um, getting a lot of receptions and being consistent with that. And his average for a catch is 10.5, which is really nice. So he's going to get you some pretty damn good fantasy points. But he's not a top three guy, but he's still going to be pretty high draft in your fantasy draft. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'll go with my number four guy, which even though I don't love him anymore, he's getting a lot older. It's Zach Ertz of the Eagles. So, Ertz is getting a, he's becoming an older type, bigger tight end. He's not as good in shape as he used to be. He still has Carson Wentz, who everyone's not, not, now just down on. I mean, the injuries, never know of him. But even if they have to play Jalen Hurts, who I love, Bama guy, backup, he's still going to do pretty good. They have a very solid, older O-line, and he's just a big, very solid tight end. So, he, I, he's still going to be top five for me, just not top three. So, let's move on yes, to number so five. And I'll start off with... 
And then yeah, not a guy that I love in Rob Gronkowski. Um, Gronk is getting very old, so he, I mean, not that old, but he's like thirty, so you never know. He's but he did skip out on football for a whole season, so that's why I'm really that's why everyone's not going to like my pick on him. But I'm just really high on him. I think it's going to be great for Tom Brady. I mean, they traded up for a reason to get that O lineman, so he, they're definitely going to be very solid. That even though no one's gonna like, even though everyone says since he's not gonna get as many catches because of the receiving court, I still think that the Brady Gronk relationship still gonna be great. He's just gonna go back to back with all those catches. So he's my number five spot. Okay, yes. So my number five was Zach Ertz. Your number four. You know, I was looking at his stats before our podcast, and I really saw that he, he declined in so many things. He declined in reception, declined in yards, and he also declined in average. He, he did go up in touchdowns, though, which is really good. But, um, you know, he's not the same he used to be a few years ago, you know. Obviously, now Wentz gets hurt a lot. He always has to play with new quarterbacks now with Nick Foles gone. So he's going to have to eventually – I think he's eventually going to have to leave the Eagles, to be honest. You know, I don't think he's going to be there for a while, but he's still going to be a pretty good fantasy guy. Yeah, I agree. So let's go to our number six guy, and I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jake. Um, I had Evan Ingram. I'm really high on this guy as a Giants fan, you know. I'm not trying to be biased or anything, but I really like the way he played. You know, despite his injury and the time he played, he put up some really nice numbers. Just to show you his stats, he he um, had a career high in receptions, even though he got hurt most of the year. So um, I just think he's going to keep up this up, and if he stays healthy, he could be a top tight end in the league. Yeah, I agree. So let's move on to my guy. Yeah, no, you have. So my number six guy is actually your number three guy, I think, is Mark Andrews. I mean, this is my only reason why it's not top five is he's so young. I mean, it's only his second or third season or whatever. He, you barely see him play. He only played 17 games last season. Just And before that, he barely played as a backup for, like, Hayden Hurst, I think they drafted. He wasn't that good. They've had so many other tight ends past Nick Boyle. So no one really saw him play as much. But last season, he was great with Lamar, but no one really knows how good it's going to be this season because we haven't seen him play for that long. So I definitely agree with you there. Let's go to my se- number seven spot. I'll start off with Darren Waller of the Raiders. He's my number seven spot. I really love Waller. He's also, like, he's the same type of guy as Mark Andrews. Like, no one's seen him play that much. But he doesn't have that good of a quarterback as uh, as um as Mark Andrews did, so he's, that's why he's Waller and Mark, because he didn't have a great QB. But I still love Waller. He's a very athletic tight end, and he's just my guy. Okay, so for that spot, I also had Darren Waller, and I just want to say something that might really surprise you about him. So just to look at his stats, he made his debut in 15. He only played in two games and had 18 yards next season. He played in, he played in eight games and had 85 yards next year. He only had 75 yards. And then this year he dropped, he jumps to over 1,000 yards, which I just think is unbelievable. You know, he's such an underrated guy, and he's going to be a stud for years to come. You know, the Raiders now still have Derek Carr, now Mariota. He's going to... Gonna play with a few different QBs and see which one he's comfortable with. Yeah, I I like that. Let's go to our number eight spot, and I'll let you go first on this one. Okay, so I Gronk. Um, you know, obviously, what you said he he retired for one year, came back to play with his man Tom Brady. You know, he's still he's still a good um still a good tight end. That's all I can say. He's a great tight end. He's still gonna put up some pretty good numbers. You know. His numbers dropped his last year as he played, but he's still that guy who could 
maybe catching a thousand yard season for you know. The Bucks have a really good offense, so you might not get the ball as much as you did in, in Tampa Bay. I mean, in New England, but you know, he's still gonna get some pretty good stats there. Who do you have? So for me, I had the Saints and Jared Cook. He's also the type of guy that Jake Collins talking about Darren Waller for like a. I think he's been in the league for a pretty, like, good long time. He's, like, 26, 27, I think, now. But in his first few seasons, he barely even played. Then he played a few seasons, like, this and last season. And he's jumped. He was on the Raiders, right? Yeah, he was on the Raiders his first season, a couple seasons. Now he's on the Saints. On the Raiders, yeah, he was okay with Derek Carr. Didn't play as much. And then he got, and then he went to the Saints, and he just blew up with Drew Brees. I mean, the man pub, insanely good stats. And he's my number. He's not, not top five yet. I think he's a little, like, too new as a tight end like, for the Saints. I want to say young because he's not that young, but he's like newer as a like a starter. So he's for fantasy, so he's not top five yet, but he's definitely top ten. So I think eight, eight, seven, nine around that range is good for him. Just a comment on Jared Cook. He's actually thirty three, and he came onto the scene in twenty eleven. Yeah, but he started yeah. the same way Darren Waller did. I mean, twenty thirteen he came on. Uh, but um, next guy, next for let's move on to number nine. I'll go first. So I had Hunter Henry, you know, last year Hunter Henry got hurt the first five or six weeks, but those next weeks when he came back, he played dominant football, you know. He, he showed that he's a very good tight end. Now for Justin Herbert, he's going to be his guy. But, um, you know, this guy's still going to be good. You know, just looking at his stats, his average was over 12 yards per catch, which is very good for a tight end. And, you know, with his numbers going to be going up, I think um, he might be even – Pro Bowler needs to get you some pretty good fantasy points. Yeah, I agree. So, for my spot, I also Hunter Henry. I mean, I'm not a fan, really, of Justin Herbert. I think it was a pretty poor draft. Like, I think they were so desperate for a new quarterback that they drafted him. I would like to just to see them get, like, Cam Newton or stay with Tyrod Taylor. I like those guys a lot. Herbert, I think, he, I just don't love him. But Hunter Henry, I mean, once he came back, he, was just, he just exploded. He's a great tight end, so that's why... The only reason why he's not top, like, six, like Aaron thinks he was going to be, because, one, he's injury-prone now after the ACL tear, and, two, I just don't love Herbert. And their O-line's not great. So, like, he, he doesn't have that many. They also have other options than Keenan Allen, like, and they have other options, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. So, like, you never know really with him, but he's definitely top ten. So, I'll give him that. Okay, so let's go to our last on our tight end spot. I'll start off with number 10. You know, mine was Noah fan. You know, last year it had been a nice rookie year, putting up some pretty good stats. But the one thing with him, you know, looking at his stats, he was pretty de- he was pretty inconsistent, you know. Just looking at his games, you know. One game he had 56 yards, the next game he had 103 yards, and he had 10 yards, and he had 80 yards, you know. This guy could either go off or just have a terrible game. So that's the type of guy he is, and let's see how this guy fares out with the Broncos next season, with Drew Locke. Yeah. Who do you have? So, for me, I had your guy, Evan Ingram. I mean, yes, I'm a huge, huge Giants fan. You'll never know how big of a Giants fan I am. I'm a huge guy. I love Danny Dimes. But I'm high at Evan Ingram, but not as high as Jake C is. Because now he's super injury-prone. He has problems in the head, shoulders. I mean, he had all sorts of injuries last season. Couldn't stay healthy. But when he was healthy, I mean, he had all sorts of crazy catches, one-hand grabs from every, every side. You never know what he's going to do. Super athletic. I I would, right now, I would relate him to, like, the Darren Waller type, Hunter Henry, maybe. He's sort of that guy, George Kittle. He's very athletic and a great tight end, but he's injury-prone. So And we don't have a great offense. Like, our own one, okay. Danny Dimes is okay, Daniel Jones. But, so that's the only reason why he's not that high on my list. But he's definitely top ten, I think. So, number ten, I'm going to give him. 
And now let's move on to our defensive rankings. And I'll go and start with my number one spot at the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the 49ers have a very, very strong defense. They did trade the Force Buckner to the Colts recently during the, tra- during the NFL draft day. So they did lose a very, very great defensive player. But he is getting older, and they got Nick Bosa for a reason. I mean, the guy's an animal. They have all sorts of great defenders. Like, they have some old guys in Richard Sherman, some young guys in Bosa. The team, very, very solid defense. That's why they brought them to the Super Bowl this season. Yeah, so for my number one spot, I also had them. You know, they have a lot of great guys on that defense. You know, obviously they brought in Forrest Buckner, and they also had Richard Sherman. They also have Eric, um, what's his name, um, Eric um, Armstead. So, so there's a lot of good guys on that defense, so I think they're going to put up some pretty good numbers. Um, who do you have for number two, Jake? Um, I'm going to start off by saying first, um, the Niners did trade the Forrest Buckner, just to let you know that or whatever. But let's go on to our number two spot where I had the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Ravens D is very, very, very young and good. They do have some older players. I'm going to let you know if that. I mean, they, could they have Errol Thomas or anything? But, I mean, I just love Matthew Judon and all the players they have. Very strong defense. Harbaugh coaching them. I love. Man, yeah, that's my spot. So, um, for my number two, I have the Patriots. You know, I might be pushing this a little bit, but, you know, they lost Tom Brady. They're not going to be as good of a team. You know, they also lost Gronk a year ago. But, um, um, I have them here because just, like, they have some really good guys in their defense. They have Stephon Gilmore. You know, obviously he won defensive player of the year, I think, last year. They also have Patrick Chung. And they also have some pretty other good guys on that defense. So, they're going to put up some pretty good numbers for you. Maybe I'm pushing it too much for putting them at the top two, but still they um, have a good spot up there. So I'm going to go on by saying my number three spot in the Buffalo Bills D. I love the Bills D this season. I mean, Doug McDermott is a very, very strong defensive type coach. He's okay offense, but they have an offensive coordinator for that, and their defensive corner doesn't do as much. I think McDermott really runs the show on the defensive side pretty much, and he just did a great job. With progressing, um, Tredavious White. I mean, the guy turned from an average first, second round pick into an absolute beast. I mean, he almost led the he almost led the entire league in interceptions last season. I think he's an overall great, great safety type quarterback, and I just love the Bills D. I think they have a very strong defense line too. So, what's your spot number three, Jake? Oh, my, the Bears. You know, a lot of people are always high in this team for their defense, and they always don't always succeed. But I think this year they have a good chance. You know, they have Khalil Mack. They have some other good guys on that team. So I think they're going to show that they're that strong defense everyone says they are. And, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. But for me, I went a different route with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to start off by saying that trade for Minka Fitzpatrick was legit great. I mean, I love Minka, and he's a great, great defensive player. They didn't even give up that much. I think the Dolphins are just trying to clear some a little cap space because they pay him a lot because he's an early first-round pick and everything. But it's just a great trade. Minka's a great defender, and the Steelers, he has been great for a long time. But I still love them to see the more. So that's it's always been a dominant D, yeah. It's always been dominant. For, for my spot, I also had the Steelers there, you know. I agree with you. Mika Fitzpatrick has an, a great future there. They have also a lot of guys to surround him there. So I think they're going to put up you some pretty good numbers. And, yeah, I'll start off with nine number five, and I had the Ravens. You know, they made some good they made some good um, signings and trades this offseason. Just build that um, that team a little bit. They they got Claudius Campbell now. So, um, yeah, the, their points are going to go up a little bit, and – I still see them on that top five list. And, yeah, who do you have, Jay? 
So for me, I have the Chicago Bears. You're number three spot, I think. I used to love the Bears defense when they made the Cleo Mack trade a few seasons ago. I was very high in them. But now I'm getting not as high because everyone had great, great expectations. Like, number one defensive pick, like, in fancy drafts, if it was, like, a 15 round, people took them in, like, the 10th, 11th round. They were very early draft picks in fancy drafts. Everyone thought they were going to be great and Cleo Mack was going to be insanely good, which he always is. But the rest of their defense falls apart, falls apart at times. So... That's my only reason why they're not, like, top four, three, as everyone thinks they're going to be. So, number five, six, I think, their range, or if they're good, then four, three, of course. But for me, it's five right now. Yeah, so should we go to number six? Yeah. Let's go to our number six spot, and I'll start off with my number six at the New Orleans Saints. I love the Saints. See, I think they have very, very good potential. A lot of young players, Marshawn Lattimore, and this great overall defense. They have some younger cornerbacks, older cornerbacks, older safeties and stuff. They have... Like, medium-ass defense, like some old, some young, and I think there's very, very good chance of having an overall great defense. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. For my number six spot, I had the Buffalo Bills, who you had, I think, at four. Um, but um, the Bills have a great defense, that's all I could say. Um, they deserve a pretty high spot. I know I might have put them a little too low, but I still think they're a great defense, and they could get you some pretty good points. So I'll start off with number seven. And I have the Vikings D, you know. The Vikings have always been a good defensive team. You know, they have a lot of good guys on that roster who are going to help with that defense and make it a dominant defense. And I, I, I think um, if this team if it's good, they could be a top three or even top, a top five or even a top three defense in fantasy. So you I also have the Vikings, but for me, I think their team overall is going to be a lot worse this season, but their defense might be a lot better because Harrison Smith has progressed so far that he's overall a great Great, great safety D-line type guy now. He's kept getting better, and I love him now. And their D-line's always been very solid. One ball, Joseph getting older and stuff. I just like their defense a lot. They're very solid. So they could turn to a top five defense, but for me, number seven right now, I guess. And I'll go to number eight, where I'll start with your, like, number two spot, I think, Patriots. You're very high in them. I am not. I mean, they're, they keep losing players on their defense, so that's my only reason why they're so low. They, I lost Van Noy, I think. I lost a bunch of other players. But my reason why they're still top 10 is because Stephen Gilmore is just a beast. They still kept some players on defense. You know, they drafted a couple cornerbacks, I think. They have a solid defense in Belichick to help them, but they're not as good as they used to be now, I don't think. Okay, so for my number eight spot, I had the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, the the defense, I mean, uh, the world champions. So, you know, they have, um, they have a really good defense. You know, they have guys like Chris Jones, a lot a lot of other guys, you know, they, they had some, uh, they lost some guys, but I think they lost Kendall Fuller, but um, there's still some other guys who are good on that defense, and they're definitely a top, a top defensive team. For me, I, I'll, for my ninth, I'll go with my number nine spot, where I have your eight spot Chiefs. I agree with all the facts you claim, all true and good. Very, very solid defense. Not top, like, six, seven, five yet, but definitely top ten. They still have the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones. Very, very solid, good defense. But not as, like, good as teams like the Saints or Bears and that stuff. So, what's your spot, number nine? Um, my number nine spot was the Chargers. You know, um, I really like the Chargers defense. I think they have some really good guys there. And I think they could potentially be be pushing for a playoff team soon and their defense is going to get you some pretty good fantasy points and then for number 10 spot i'll do it and i have the saints you no know, the saints they've always had a good defense every year they always have a solid defense 
I they sneaked into the top ten of me. They might not have won on my top ten list if it's, if it was last year, but maybe this year they will. But um, I think they have a good defense. To be honest, you know, their defense really shows that they could lock down the offense. And yeah, who do you have? So for me, I went another route with the Green Bay Packers. I like the Packers a lot. It's a lot of this upcoming season. I mean, they've coached Matt LaFleur, newer coach. They still have A-Rod to help them on the offense, but their defense is very, very solid. They have the Smith brothers with Desarius Smith and his brother. They're very good and solid defense. Some old, but most of them are very young. They do use Blake Martinez, linebacker to the Giants, so that's why they're not as high as I would put them. But they're still very, 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 very good defense so still top 10 they're in my number 10 spot so let's move on to our last part of this podcast today with our kickers and all we'll probably move fast to to throw these like there's not a lot to describe about these kickers so we're probably going to move by these pretty fast and jake let's get started with you so i'll go with my number one spot with the ravens kicker dressing tucker not much stage overall best kicker in the league to me him and butker and for fantasy just great kicker yeah, so I also had him. You know, he's probably the the obvious choice here, but still, he he could kick the ball from so far. His accuracy is amazing, and he's on probably the best team or the second best team in the league. So he's definitely gonna probably be the top kicker for a few more years to come. Yeah. So who do you have number two? Um, once I move quickly with these guys, not much to say. I'll go number two spot for my who's close to number one, Harrison Butker. Uh, not much to say about him. He's an overall great kicker for fantasy and in real life. Yeah, so I also had Harrison Bucker there. You know, he he had a nice year last year. He's always, I think it's three years in the league, he's always had solid numbers. So, yeah, hopefully he can heat that up. At number three, I had Saints Will Lutz. Um, just overall, very accurate kicker. Younger, not never gets injured really. Always stays pretty healthy, I'd say. And overall, great fancy kicker. Yeah, so at that, that spot, I actually had Greg Zerline from the Rams. I just like the way he plays, you know. Correction, Greg Zerline's on the one-year deal with the Cowboys this season. He is? Yep. Oh, wow, I I, I did not hear about that, but thanks for correcting me there. Um, let's move on to our number four spot. I had the 49ers, Robbie Gould, who's... They're not... I want to say he's a he's an older-type kicker, played for Giants for a few seasons. He's okay. It's not that he's it's not that he's an insane kicker, it's just that Niners are gonna need him a lot and a lot of help and he's very accurate and good and he's a veteran, so that's why it's my top five top five player number four spot. Yeah, so at that spot I also had him there. You know. I definitely agree with you. He he put up um pretty good. Numbers. Um and yeah, almost number five spot. I'm not a great kicker, but he's still gonna help him out. Yeah, so for me my number five spot is Matt Gay of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gay's a young, very, very young kicker. He's not that good, though. And that's what, and it's going to be, it's got a lot of people confused. Not that good. Pretty inaccurate. But I'm thinking he's going to have so many attempts to get kicks in field goals because they have such good offense. That's why he's top five. And I wouldn't say he's an insane kicker. He's solid. Not great. But he's going to have so many attempts. So that's why he's top five for me. Yeah, so I had your number three guy in Will Lutz. You know, he kicks the ball well. I can definitely say that. And... Saints are an awesome team, and he's definitely going to have there. So, also do number six, seven, Stefan Gonkowski from the the Pats. You know, obviously he had that season-ending injury last year, but I think he could bounce back and have a really nice year. 
Yeah, I agree with that, but he's not top 10 for me, actually. But I'm on my number six spot, and the Cowboys one year guy, Greg Zerline. He was a top four guy for you. For me, he's getting older. He's more injury prone now. He's gotten injuries in his past, but he used to be number one, two kicker in the league. But not anymore for me, really. That's, the, the Cowboys offense is insane, so that's why he's going to be a top six, five kicker, because he's going to have so many attempts, but he's not as good as he used to be. Yeah, so for that spot, I actually had Jake Elliott, you know. I might have pushed too high with him, you know. He's always been a solid kicker there, and I think he put up some pretty decent numbers. So my number eight was Chris Boswell. I believe believe he's a decent kicker. You know, I haven't really watched the guy that well, but from what I've read about him, he's a very nice kicker, and he's good for the Steelers. For me, I had my seventh spot with the corner, Zane Gonzalez. Damon Jones is a super young kicker. He's very solid, but I think he's going to have, just like George Lyon, a lot and a lot of attempts with the Cardinals because they have DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. Very solid offense. He's going to have a lot of attempts to get kicks in. Yeah, so for my last spot, I also had Zane Gonzalez there. Um, I agree with you. He's a very young guy. He, he has a great future ahead of him as a kicker, and I'm happy to I'm excited to see what he could do. Yeah. So... Who do you have for the number 10 spot? For the number 8 spot, I had the Chargers' Michael Badgley. Um, Badgley is a very, very solid kicker. He's also pretty young. I think he's going to have multiple, a lot of attempts because the Chargers' D is getting, they're not as good as they used to be. They lost um, Melvin Gordon and Phil Rivers, but they have Herbert now, Austin Eckfiller, Keenan Allen. They're, he's going to get a lot of field goals in and when they score, which is going to be a lot too because they have a solid offense. He'll get kicks in there too, so he's my number 8 spot. No, we're on number 10 now. We're on number 9. No, we did number 9. That was just number 9 we that did. That was just number 8. We're on number 9 now. Um, On my list, we actually, I actually had, I've already said my, my top 9. Oh, I'll my number 9 spot then with Jake Elliott. Um, the Eagles. Um, Elliott, like you said earlier, Siri Saul Ticker is my number 9 spot. Um, um, let's go to number 10. Okay, so here I am, Mason Crosby of, this, of the Packers. You know, he's a veteran kicker. He's been in the league for a while. He's still a really nice kicker, but not as good as he used to be, but he still has it in him. Yeah, definitely. But for me, I have the Seahawks, Jason Myers, also solid kicker, and I would say it's an overall great kicker. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll keep you tuned for our fourth episode soon, and have a great day. Hopefully we can get some players to come on soon. So, everyone stay safe. Stay tuned, and have a great day.